The Horror Play Podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash shark. With over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Special St. Patrick's Day edition of Horror Play. Well, well they don't it won't that. be St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> when you're listening to this. all that pressure but on everyone to put it You'll today. just have yep. to trust that we recorded this on St. Patrick's Day. Should we all talk <laughs> with an Irish accent the whole time so everyone knows? Mm, I, I think if we do that, we'll probably just offend actual Irish people. That's true. <laughs> Everyone's Irish. I don't have a problem with that. Is that <laughs> okay. yeah. Can anybody actually do a really good Irish accent? No. No. Nope. Can I so, do a good Irish accent? No. Nope. That's why I think it'd be fun. Nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can't nope. do it. <laughs> we'll all make like do Im- uh, impressions of the Lucky Charms mascot. Right. Okay. Way back in the day when I had a call center job, I used to try to like practice my Irish accent on entering machines. Right. Yeah. So oh, really you were the guy. I was the guy. That was me. <sighs> well, anyway. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> what was I doing? Play. Hey, it's St. Patrick's Day. I don't have to be coherent, right? Sure. All right, guys. So, I'm your host, John Lasseveth, who may or may not be sober. Right. I want to introduce my Irish co-host. Oh, Christ. We're not yeah. Irish. Yeah, um, that <laughs> no, that's me. true. Robert Lamb. What's up? Kyle Appleyard. Hey, guys. And Adam Jetmore. Hi, everyone. Kyle. What game are we going to discuss before getting inebriated? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. What game are we discussing? We are discussing fear. F-E-A-R. Wait, what does that, what that stand for? Oh, uh, no, first, right. uh, first, first. First encounter. encounter, encounter assault, <laughs> recon. <laughs> that, that doesn't sound forced at all, right? I guess getting no. right into it. I saw that right at the beginning. Yeah, in the, right at the beginning. And I'm like, are you serious? Like yeah, that, yeah. That's the acronym you came up with for fear. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like it. You could have just left it ambiguous and been like, it's fear. Like, what does it stand for? Nobody knows. Scariness. Paranormal. I mean, it it really kind of goes against everything scary, too. It really just seems like a military shooter. It does. That's That's what it could have been. It didn't have to be horror. I mean, that's essentially what we're playing here, or what we have played here today. It's a first-person shooter. It's made by, developed by Monolith Productions, and I think it was distributed by Sierra, who, who also distributed... Uh, the critically acclaimed Half-Life series. Ooh. Uh, um, it basically, you take control of a superhuman person, big surprise in a first-person shooter, mm-hmm. uh, who's after who's fighting an army army of super soldiers, also a big surprise in a first-person shooter. And robots. And robots. Sounds so scary so far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With the occasional ghost. So, yeah, I guess there's your horror aspect for it. Mm. Yeah. And all the while, there's this creepy girl who right. keeps appearing. And I guess the the not the catalyst but the 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 gimmick to this game is you get to slow down time because of your reflexes. So it's like a, Max Payne. Like Max Payne you get some bullet time. Which this was this game was made in 2005. 
Yeah, I think so. Oh, 2005 for Windows, uh, for PC. I don't know. It came out first for PC. Right, yeah, and then it PC came out game. on 360 and uh, PS3 oh, afterwards. So Max Payne was like 03, I want to say. So it's, it's a little late to capitalize. That's crazy. This game is a decade old Yeah, yeah. as of this recording. but. Right, you could tell by the graphics. Well, yeah, if you're listening to this recording in three more years, like three yeah. years down the road, then at yeah. least it's a older. decade old. It's at, at least, least a decade, decade old. Okay, yeah. all right, guys. Uh, so we've had we've all had a chance to play this game. What are our first thoughts on First Encounter Assault Recon? Okay, well, first off, I'm just going to refer to it as fear. Okay, that's fine. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't want to keep doing that. Um, I I like the game. I'm biased you towards like first-person shooters. Okay, that's Wait, it. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. End the podcast. Yep. All right, cut it. Dun, dun, <laughs> All right. Play the music. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. dun, dun. I um, I like first-person shooters. Um, this is basically that with the horror aspect, but as we'll probably get into, the horror aspect doesn't really play a huge part into it. There are parts. It, it starts off kind of creepy. It's got like these creep, this creepy atmosphere. It's got these things that are popping out or windows breaking or like a person appearing, stuff like that. It starts off like that. But then you're fighting kind of these military forces and these robots for good two thirds of the game is just that. Yep. And then it gets into like this creepy atmosphere again near the end and you're starting to fight like these kind of monster demon things that appear and it gets a little bit more creepy. I, so for me, it was like it was started off kind of scary mellowed out for a good six hours and then got creepy again. I want to be honest, I didn't ever realize those things towards the end were demons. I don't know what they were. They, they, were like, they would like just appear out of nowhere. Right. Yeah, they were like ghosts. But you still like shot them. They're like ghost they went away. creatures. Uh, demons, yeah. Which makes perfect same, sense. Right? Bullets make the yeah. Yeah. go away. Well, yeah. that's why I thought they were like demons or something because yeah. they came from like a I portal. Guess. I don't know. Maybe. But I, I just, for me, it was, it mellowed out too much in the middle. Yeah, there was like some flat, or like some flashbacks, I guess you could say. Or like just just things that you see with like the little girl. Yeah. And those were like kind of creepy, but they weren't anything that like made me jump right. too much. Yeah. Like it wasn't as scary as I thought it was going to be. Here's my problem. Like the, the horror aspects of the game all kind of rely on these, these in-game moments where you see something in the game. But a lot of times I found that I'm like looking at something else and then like you hear creepy music and like something's happening and, like, What's and you miss it. You just miss it right. entirely. So it's like, yeah, it, it this, was, I'm sorry. <laughs> just this whole big build up to like a spooky moment. And I'm like looking at the ground. Yeah. Most of the horror stuff was more or less interactive cutscenes. Like you would go into one of those flashbacks That's you were true. talking about and then just have to like walk to the end of the hall and scary moment over. Yeah. Yep. Um, but they relied a lot on the girl, like the little yeah. girl. And, like, there was the, – the one moment that I know a lot of people talk about in this game is when she's crawling at you in the air vent. I thought, like, that was a creepy moment, but there wasn't enough of that. Right. Yeah, Not those moments were actually few and far in between. I actually enjoyed those scary moments. I thought they were scary. It's just they happen, like, what, once every five hours? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, a couple right towards the beginning, and then they said, nah, no more. Yeah. Yeah. Early in the game, I'm like, all right, I'm in. This is going to be a horror game. And, like, you, they kind of build it up. And then you're just fighting dudes. Like, you're just fighting a bunch of. Like, I'd, I'd like if you're fighting, like, monsters or something creepy, or I don't know. Yeah, they could have something added something like, like, kind of how Doom 3 is, or just Doom in general, like, yeah. having creatures and stuff, and then also having soldiers. Something like that would have been kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the thing I, I, I do like about this game is it tried to be kind of more cinematic. And for coming out in 2005, that was something unique where it was – it had like a story. True. It had beginning credits Yeah, it had stuff. a credit roll in the beginning. Yeah, and then like the ending, the same type of thing. It had like a closing and then it had this like, aha, like last <laughs> yeah. ending scene, that kind of stuff. So I, I, I thought that was unique. And I do like first-person shooters. And I liked what it did with that. Like I've heard like this game has a lot of um, – like a lot of people say that the AI in this game is yeah, really the AI in this really game. Well yeah, you know, it's it's been said in the uh, in the years since it was released. The AI in Fear is one of the best, and I think it still holds up to this day. Cause yeah. there's a lot of moments in the game. You. Yeah, the, there's moments in the game where enemy you uh you're facing a group of enemies, but they're not just like rushing towards you. Right. Yeah. You know they're uh, they take cover. Yeah, they take cover. They're trying to flank you. They're uh. You can hear him like talk to each other, like, "Oh, he's going, he's going to the side," and stuff like that. And it's really cool. I think the coolest thing they do is like when they're near like a bookshelf or something, they'll take the bookshelf and knock it over and then get yeah. behind it. And when yeah. I saw that, I was like, "Yeah, that's pretty cool." It is cool. I, that's the that's the one takeaway I got from the, the fighting those guys is that the AI was just so good. Yeah, and that they're not just you know so a lot of times you'll see. They don't take advantage of the terrain. They'll go down like they'll go over uh, down a staircase and and that sort of thing. But these guys would actually like jump over the railings and like yeah. get down to different points of cover to like flank you. And that was really cool. Yeah. There was one thing that really bothered me about how good the AI, AI was, though. Um, when they would flank you, sometimes you would miss someone going around behind you, mm-hmm. and then I would almost be dead because there is no kind of hit detection in the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of the things I really liked about the game is it was kind of more of an old-school shooter. Like, yeah. post-Halo, there was no regenerating health. Right. Um, you couldn't aim down sights. Uh, there was a little bit of a zoom feature with the guns, but for that, mostly it, it stuck to you can just carry a bunch of weapons, even though you were limited to three in this game. Yeah, that actually brings up a uh, next point I want to make. the The game is definitely an old school first person shooter for all the reasons Adam just mentioned, and I had a lot of fun playing this. Yeah, you know, like these modern day first person shooters, they're kind of fun, but they all just kind of I don't know. I remember back in the day, like I, that's the kind of first person shooter I grew up on. You know, you carry as many weapons as you want. You can't aim down the sights. It just kind of zooms yeah. in. Yeah. Just, or you can just pull the, you can pull the crosshairs closer. Yeah. And that's, we, that's a cool thing. We didn't have this regenerating health. Like, you had to <laughs> yeah. collect health packs. And you also had to walk two feet in the snow each way. <laughs> yeah, back and forth. But here, here's my problem with that. Like, it's a yeah, it's an old school shooter, and it was ported onto the 360 from PC. Uh, from yeah. PC. But now I'm so used to the the... There's a standard shooter layout for controllers now, and I've played shooters for long enough oh, now yeah. to where I'm like, I'm I'm pressing, uh, I'm pressing, I'm pressing or, Y to reload or, and, or, or like X to reload, and yeah. I'm playing, I'm pressing Y to like switch weapons, right. but that's not switch weapons. Y is something else, and I'm pressing. There, there's a few things. Oh, you know how many times we threw off. a grenade that like we didn't mean to throw? We're yeah, like, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that or that, no, use the health. Use health with Y. Yeah, yeah. use so health every with Every time I wanted to change a weapon, I was I was hitting Y, y. and using health, and I was like, damn it! Exactly. <laughs> you couldn't. I don't think you could uh, even change the button configuration either. I don't no. know. I think it was we just went preset. To it, but I didn't see it. I, I guess that, that I you could. I can't. I don't know if you can fault the game for that because it was. It, yeah. It's pre it's that older, standard, too, but it was still a problem that I was like, son of a bitch. Like, yeah. Another thing I want to bring up is the <clears throat> the bullet time feature. I think that was the best part of the game. It kind of made the gameplay really fun for me. My actually. only, I, I liked the bullet time. My only problem with it is that if you weren't using bullet time, it felt like everything was so fast. Yeah, it felt like it was like too fast. Like the way you would shoot, you would go through like a cliff in like 
two seconds when like you go into bullet time, you would take a while. You can aim and do all I that. No, kind of I definitely felt like it added an element of strategy to the game because, as you said, the the fights were definitely harder when you weren't using bullet time. The yeah. thing is, the bullet time, it uh, it's not like an infinite thing. There's a there's a meter yeah. that gets that gets used up. It regenerates slowly over time, so you have to be smart with uh, when and how long you're using bullet time. And it's really cool. One thing about it, though, is I, I think it regenerated a little too fast. Towards the could, end, I think, You right? could rely on it. Um, I kind of noticed the whole time that if I well, you can for a few seconds. There were, yeah, like, there, were, uh, there were like these pick these uh, bonus items that you could pick up to extend the, yeah. the bullet time yeah. bar. Yeah, that was cool. Same with the health. Like, mm-hmm. I think you could extend your health. Every yes. time you picked up one of those, yeah, whatever I, they were. I don't know. It was just something so satisfying about like uh, encountering a group of enemies, turning on bullet time, and just mowing through them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there were none. Well, I like, also like that you could actually kind of almost dodge the bullet, especially when you had to attack like, these huge robots that fire yeah. missiles. It was cool that you could actually dodge them. Because if you were playing on normal speed, man, you'd just get owned by those guys. Yeah, definitely. I remember a couple times where I was like, oh, great. Now I only have a shotgun left and no bullet time to fight this robot. Yeah, those robots were a pain. I want to ask you guys a question. The the weapons in this game, how did you feel about them? Because I feel like there wasn't really a weapon that kind of stood out. I think for a while, like uh, I was just using the dual pistols. And that just did the job for the most part. Yeah, I, they're your standard weapons. I wasn't a big fan of the weapons in this game. None of them were overly useful. Uh, it seemed like everything had a really wide spread to it. You could empty a half a clip into someone and you maybe not hit them. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I I wish there were a couple more precision weapons in this game. There was one uh, that was like a three-round burst gun that had a mm. nice scope on it, but you hardly ever found ammo for it. I would pick one up and it'd have 30 shots and then I'd have to ditch it. Wasn't there a weapon that it was like a rocket launcher, but it, it fired multiple rockets at the same time. Yeah, yeah that was just the three, rocket launcher. Yeah, it just fired like I think three rockets at the same time. I think that was the only kind of obscene, kind of overpowered weapon. The, in the problem game, right? is well, like this game takes place mostly in an office building or, <laughs> or multiple office buildings, so you don't you're not usually using a sniper rifle. There's a couple rooftop sections, but yeah. other than that, rooftop of an office building. Right, right. Yeah. You're on the rooftop of, of an course. office building. You're maybe in an apartment building at one time, but you're always in these buildings. It's very straightforward. You're going down hallways. You're turning a corner. It's not like you're going to go around and flank the enemies too often. You're kind of just going straight through. Yeah. Right. Uh, another um, gun, I, I guess probably the standout actually is the shotgun because I don't know if you guys noticed, but you can pretty much use it as an assault rifle. It would oh, yeah. fire literally across the, the oh, it entire was great. room. Oh, yeah. It's great in conjunction with the bullet time. The, the distance <laughs> oh, yeah. on it was ridiculous. Yeah. I think that's true for most old-school first-person shooters. The shotguns always had ridiculous range. I think... Way overpowered. Yeah. I think it was Quake or something like that, where you could just snipe with a shotgun. Quake, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, Shotgun guys. and rocket launcher. That's all I needed, baby, for Quake. <laughs> what was your scariest moment of the game? Uh, I guess I'll go first. I, I, at first, I was going to pick the, the girl crawling through the air vent, but I feel like... I don't know. A lot of people are gonna maybe pick that one. Yeah. I've heard that a lot of people say that is the scariest part of the game. Gonna pick it. Well, I'm not gonna pick it either. Okay. I'm, I'm just gonna say it's actually the the flying demons or ghosts or whatever they are at the end. In the sense that you're you're basically like in these this warehouse, I think, of crates, 
And as you're going through, like, the portals where these demons come out just kind of open up randomly. Yeah. And I remember there was a couple times where I would turn a corner and be fine. And then right when I turn around, there's just, like, <laughs> demons in my face. Because the portal opened up, way like, on the other side of the map. And they were just coming at me. And I think... I don't remember, but they made like some kind of creepy noise. So I was like, yeah. "That's that was that kind of gave me chills." I'll agree with that. That was that was more or less mine. You 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 running the gauntlet against Alma's or yeah, yeah Alma's ghosts at the at the end was mm-hmm. I'd say the, probably the scariest moment, the most intense moment at least. I actually did go with the the girl in the vent. But be that guy. I do have a reason for it. I actually didn't find this game all that scary for the whole time. Um, by the time that girl in the vent happened, I had kind of given up on it getting any scarier. Mm. So I really wasn't expecting that at all. Right. So that's why that got me. There was also a moment where you climb, you you climb down a ladder, or if you climb back up, she's right there. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know if you saw I that. Yeah, that one. yeah, that's there. But yeah. Oh, Kyle, was that where your scariest scariest moment? Not really. I was still like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're not gonna do anything. I know. I know from experience already that you're not gonna <laughs> yeah, do anything. Know, so uh, you're fine. I'm fine. Yeah. Those, those demon guys never really surprised me right. towards the end. I, I think something drastic would kind of happen, if I remember correctly, to where it was a pretty big tell that they were coming. Yeah, it was only in the one like warehouse area. I know like after that, you, you I think the the level would shake or something, and then you get some time to kind of look around to see whether it's going to open. But for some reason, when I was going through the warehouse where there's these boxes... I just I never looked the right way, and they would always be like right behind me until like I died a couple times, and then I just kind of knew where they were going to spawn. See, that, that's the thing with Alma too. Like you, you learn right away that nothing's going to happen when she shows up because right. she's on the fucking box. Like you know she's the, <laughs> yeah. the main boss, so it's like nothing's right. going to happen. So if they would have made some like other kind of creature that stalks you or follows you on her behalf, and that, and you actually have to worry about that thing. That would have been a little bit more scary, but to see her, I was just kind of like, oh, okay, well, this is we're progressing the story, aren't we? <laughs> I, I will say those those one, I don't know what they were, those fighting robot kind of guys yeah. who jump around a those lot. Those were fucked up, a and yeah. like they, I think they were they weren't invisible. What were they? They're like, oh, um, actually, yeah, oh, I know yeah, what you're talking they about. Were they were kind invisible. Of invisible. That, that was um, actually my scariest that was, moment. <laughs> Thinking Good the, segue. Oh man, yeah. I forgot about those. That's guys. why I brought him up because I wanted to talk about. Like, yeah, the <laughs> I think it was in the second or third level when you first encountered him, and it's just I don't know. I was just like going through an office building. As, as, <laughs> right? Wait, obviously, yeah. I I must have missed that. Where was there an office building? <laughs> yeah, where it was. It was in one of the levels. Just oh, okay, yeah, but uh, are you sure it wasn't a warehouse or or some sort of industrial <laughs> complex? <laughs> Maybe there's a good chance. Uh, apartment building. But no, apartment like uh, you're just walking along the hallway trying to find a coffee machine or whatever, and you right. just uh, all of a sudden like you just see like these guys just jump out of nowhere, and it was just I don't they weren't demons. I think they were just soldiers wearing like special yeah, yeah, yeah. suits yeah, I or something. Think they were too. And it just it, it, that's the first time in the game where you encountered something like actually kind of sort of supernatural. Yeah, like uh, that you had to fight. So but, that kind of that kind of tripped me out for a second. I'm just like oh. It was All funny, right. though, like, when we were playing that part. I remember it happened to you first, and, like, we were trying to kill them. And we For some reason, we just forgot about the bullet time. I did it. I did <laughs> it first, were, too. Yeah, we were just trying to shoot them. We're like, oh, my God, this is so intense. And then we're like, oh, yeah, bullet time. <laughs> oh, yeah, slowed everything down. And we're like, All the right, thing with bullet time is, like, you get an unlimited supply. It replenishes, so it's like you're always yeah. using it. It's You're never without it. So yeah. Like, I think they were just so early in the game that I still kind of forgot I had yeah, that power. that's true. Yeah. And didn't realize that that was kind of a requirement to kill them. 
them. Yep. It was kind of disappointing that they didn't show up more because I think they only showed up in like one or two more spots in the game. I think only like a total of three times. And I, I think it, the spot between the first time they showed up and the second was so long that I forgot about using bullet time against right. them again. Yeah. <laughs> maybe on like higher difficulties it's different, but like I feel like maybe they could have used them to like drain your bullet time and then send the other guy send send in the clowns as it were to like the regular guys yeah. to, to finish up. Yeah. That way you're kinda like, oh fuck, oh fuck, and, and you're in real danger. <laughs> that would be a smart idea. Yeah. Speaking of bullet time, I'm gonna activate bullet time right now and oh. send us right into commercials. <laughs> Ooh, nice one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going, see? It's commercial time. Hey guys, John here. Here to tell you about an exciting opportunity. Ooh, what's yeah. that? A job opportunity? Be more disingenuous, John. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> okay, maybe... Well, I'm going to say it's exciting. Let's I'm exciting. Okay, John. listen. Let's make it real simple. Audible.com. Audibletrial.com. Audibletrial.com slash shark. Why is that link important? I'll tell you why. Why? Because we get money. follow that... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's okay. exactly yeah, why. that's true. But... What's also true is that if you go to that link, sign up for a free 30-day trial, you also get a free audiobook. That's true. And if you're listening to podcasts, you might as well listen to audiobooks, too. So check out what they have. They have tons of audiobooks. After you get done listening to Horror Play, you can listen to The Hobbit. (laughs) By who? J.R.R. Tolkien? (laughs) What about Veronica Mars? That's a book? The $10,000 tan line. Wait, that was a book? Uh, Yes. Was it a book before it was a show? No. No, it was a book that was written after the movie to continue the story. Oh, wow. There you go. Check that out. Knowledge. Knowledge dropped on you. You can download that for free by using this offer code. Well, wait. Let's not say that because I'm not sure if it's on Audible. All right. Well, if you can get it for free (laughs) because (laughs) I'm going to go get it. It may or may not be on Audible. All right. You, Adam, make sure audibletrial.com slash shark. Again, it. that's audiblechild.com slash shark. Also, I'm supposed to tell you they have over 150,000 titles for you to choose from for your Android, iPod, Kindle, or MP3 player. That was a good commercial. Yeah, I think we're done here. Let's go. Let's go back to the podcast. Yeah. Welcome back to Horror Play. The bullet time just ran out. So. Shit. Yeah. Swing. Yeah, swing. Yeah. <laughs> Wayne's, Wayne's World, the podcast. podcast. <laughs> We're going to be trending half, soon, guys. Half that movie was in bullet time. Wayne's World, bullet time. Yeah. <laughs> swing. Christ. Anyways. You know, I just saw something in this video that I constantly forgot to use. I don't know if We're you watching a YouTube not. video of gameplay from Fear. Um, where you could, like, stand... Uh, in the corner of something and lean out to the side. Yeah. Yeah. I com- yeah. completely forgot about that so many times. We did that sometimes, but we I would forget about it a lot. A lot of times I'm just trying to shoot them. It wasn't yeah. done right. Like those, those sort of that sort of mechanic is only good for a game where you like you can press X to like stick to a wall and then you can Yeah, lean. that the it was done very oddly, but yeah. it was it was uh, nice to see I've a little bit. I've never used of like a... the lean in feature of any game. Yeah, I don't use it too often. Every once in a while, like Amnesia good. had a lean. I'm like, why? If it's, okay. a, if it's a, here's the thing: if like if it's a stealth game and like it relies on stealth, then right. lean is like very important. But like if, yeah. for a shooter like this, where you can just run and gun, uh, you didn't really got a lean. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. I made some notes about this. Actually, some interesting little what might be Easter eggs as I went through the game. Um, I saw a red stapler, and that made me smile. Yeah, on the office, uh, um, in the office building. Just Dell XPS everywhere. That really kind of stuck this in a certain time frame for me. Really? Yeah. Um, like all the computers were Dell XPS. 
That's awesome. And I was just like, oh, look at the early 2000s. Because yeah. the game <laughs> yeah. originally came out on PC. So. Yeah, that makes sense. Do you remember the one point where there was a guy who had a bomb strapped to him and you give him a comm link to put in his ear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It made me laugh so much because he just grabbed that comm link and was all rustling around with the bomb on him. And I was oh, like, yeah. I think you'd be a little more... Uh, give me the fucking cop. I got bombs. Oh, I lied. My notes had when the invisible guys come back in level eight for my scariest moment. Oh, but it's on the paper now. Well, it's too late now. You already said your scariest moment. My favorite, I think what I'm hoping is an Easter egg was uh, the lady in the game who's in that helicopter that they just showed in this video we're watching. Her name was Jin Sun Kwan. Oh, Jin and Sun from Lost. Their last names were Kwan. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. So that Wait, one Lost. lady contained all of them. Jin what did Sun Lost Kwan. air? Um, it was, I think it started around 2003 or 2004. Yeah. Right, so it, was, yeah. it was recent. Okay. It was right before that. Wow. Lost came out It was out right after Lord yeah. of the Rings. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I, you know, yeah, I think it was, was 2004 yeah. because I think they had the 10-year anniversary for it last year. Yeah, yeah. for the first episode. Anyways, wow. those were just some fun things I noticed as I was playing. Well, okay, Robert. What yeah. was your favorite Lost episode? <laughs> Ooh, the one with the polar bear. Nikki okay. and Paolo? Yeah, Nikki and Paolo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John... Is yes. it that time? Is it? Is yeah, it? sure. Well, okay. Let's make it. Yeah, it's well, that okay. time. <laughs> we got a fucking... Re- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're going. We're going. All right. So it's that time to get into the ratings. If you haven't listened to this podcast before, then you don't know that we have this rating system, which we judge these games on. Uh, basically, we know that we're looking for the scariest game of all time, so we do judge it on scariness, but we judge it on three other categories as well. Immersion, story, gameplay. What happens when we do find the scariest game of all time? Do we just stop? We stop. We gotta stop. Yeah. If if there's a game that gets a ten out of ten, might as well just stop. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. (laughs) Five Nights at Freddy's too. Unless we go to eleven. Yeah. We could. What are we? Final tap. Yeah. We could raise (laughs) it and just say maybe there's a game that could beat it. Who knows? We we might have to. Yeah. If we hit a ten, we'll see what happens. Take it to eleven. All right, so let's go through these categories, and we'll start with immersion, which is the atmosphere, music, sound effects, creativity, graphics. Okay, guys, were we immersed in this game? So out of a 10-point scale, I gave it a 7, John gave it a 6, Adam a 5.5, Kyle a 6. That's pretty... It's pretty there's no attacking is going to go on on that thing. Hopefully not. That's St. Patrick's Day. We're all in the festive. Yeah, yeah. we're festive. You know, we're all... We're all... Friendly. Right it's, now. It's, we're all within like one point of each other. I was, yeah. I was satisfied with the level of immersion that I experienced. I knew it was an older game. I, I think they kind of tried too hard to make it spooky with the, like the, the, the flickering. If I saw a fucking Flick flickering lights. light once, I've seen it way too many times in this the game. Graphics yeah. were really good for a 2005 game. I think they still look pretty good to this day. They do. They. It's, they look decent, but they have. I think it, this came out pretty early in the 360s lifespan. I would assume, yeah. Because yeah. I think the 360 came out around 2005. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they had that kind of new console game syndrome, uh, where everything it looks good but stiff. Mm. Well, everything's got like sharp edges. It's all very like there. There's not a lot to each of the rooms and stuff because it's right. just very straightforward, but. Like everything, all the graphics, like all the, it's very like blockish. Like yeah, all it looks, it does, and stuff. It does look good, and it definitely didn't look bad, but it's just everything seemed very stiff. I think yeah, for me, where this loses points is just creativity. Definitely. It's just, 
Office building, office building, office building, rooftop Wait. of an office building. Okay. Yeah, okay. Industrial, <laughs> industrial, complex. Uh, industrial complex. Oh, also the sewers beneath an office building. Oh, right. Yeah, sewers. <laughs> Don't forget about like, that. That was a nice detour for yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I think that kind of tied into atmosphere a little bit for me too mm. because it was kind of hard to be terrified in the same office building over and over again. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, for the time, that's, I don't think that's even acceptable for the time because no. you had Halo back then, which took you just everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere you can imagine. So, like, to, just to use the same four or five settings over and over. Yeah. That's unacceptable. Yeah. I mean, they, they could have at least put you in a, a few open spaces yeah. other than a, a rooftop of Or an the garage building. of an office or the, building. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, we were in a garage of an office building. No, I said they shouldn't garage. have done the garage. I, I honestly, for a while, didn't realize for the first few levels that I was being taken from office building to office building <laughs> yeah, in between each one. level. Yeah. And then I realized, like, wait, I'm on a helicopter, but I'm in an office building. What is happening? Yeah, you just got... And then the helicopter crashes into, like, an apartment building, which leads you, I think, into... To another to an office. office well, naturally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, urban like, this life, is just bro. commentary on urban America, or yeah. uh, uh, you know, they... May, yeah, maybe that's what they're trying to do. We're all office buildings, man. It's <laughs> pretty deep. Pretty deep. <laughs> yeah. So that brings us to story. <laughs> um, story is basically the plot, characters, enemies. I gave it a seven out of ten. John a five out of ten. Adam a three out of ten, and Kyle a six out of ten. Let's all jump on Robert first. Because seriously, wait, 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 you gave wait. it a seven. Yeah, Come I on. gave right. it a seven because okay. it's it's the plot was decent. The characters no, were what was it? Uh, yeah, <laughs> listen, the plot was okay. Who were the characters? Was, yeah, the characters name me. Were name, your, I name can't me, name them. Name me the name of one character aside from Alma. No, I and Jinsun Kwan. I can't name you the character of any of the. Who is the guy that's like constantly like in your ear? Like I could tell you another game. Hey, the Cheeto guy. The, the guy, che- the, big the fat Cheeto guy, guy yeah, that has Cheetos and stuff like that. Uh-huh. He's a unique character that you don't see in games. But when was the last time you saw a fat character? There's a, in a fucking game? guy um, without Ri- fat princess. <laughs> there's a guy. Was it Dead Rising? Is that a game? I don't know. Yeah, might have been. It's it's a guy. Is that like the zombie weird. one that Capcom made? Yeah, there were fat guys in that. Oh okay, yeah, that's like one. A lot uh, of them crazy. Ellie from Borderlands. Mm. She's like fatter than the guy. But in from this. like 2005, I uh, haven't seen like a fat. Character, okay. Robert. I'm gonna that. humor you in we'll King just... Hippo from Punch Out. <laughs> yeah, okay. Nailed we'll, it. we'll just assume. We'll just go. We'll just go and say like the Listen. characters are decent. But tell me why you think the plot was great. No, I don't think the plot was great. I gave really? it a seven out of ten, not a ten out of ten. Okay, this is plot characters. So and the character, the the, the bland characters, what carried it to a seven? For <laughs> no, the bland you... characters, the enemies. I thought like, yeah, it was. The, the regular just soldier guys were kind of lame. But when you did, like, see an enemy, it was it was like a big deal. Like, the ones that were invisible, like, they were kind of unique. And then the robots, when a robot appeared, it was a pain in the ass to try to kill them and stuff. Yeah, I thought I that makes it Those up a little Those enemies were unique. But, but that's 90%, not a story still. Yeah. That's, 90% still, but that's part of the story structure. The story, I liked how it was cinematic. It was basically a cinematic story. It started off with credits. It started off with this thing. Yeah, it didn't bring you to... It, or it did just bring you to office building to office building and stuff. And the story was hard to follow. But a lot of horror games that we played, the story isn't the easiest to follow. So the fact that it had Fatal credits frame, in the beginning and the end Fatal is, what, frame, no, Fatal is frame. what makes no, it cinematic No, I liked it because it was cinematic. It was a cinematic experience. They just because you put credits on something doesn't make it wouldn't cinematic. That, wouldn't that fall okay. more under didn't immersion, though? And stuff? It was one of the only games that actually had like an actual storyline that was cutscene and cutscene and actually had a story that carried through having flashbacks Having where you would see like all these other characters like back like the doctor and stuff like that when the the kid was being born or the daughter or whatever 
and 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 like having it all tie in. I how don't did understand. it all tie? Yeah, in. how did it all tie? What what was yeah. the point of the little girl? What what was the point of the little girl? It's me. I haven't played this <laughs> yeah. game in four weeks. That's the story. <laughs> okay, but that's what I'm saying. Okay, but have, all right. Name any other story from a horror game. Have you played any other the horror games? None of them have like a complete story. I they all leave it open. I can name the story for Bioshock. Silent Hill. Silent Hill. Yeah. You find a letter from your daughter. Mm-hmm. Silent That's Hill it. reflects the the inner demons of your your inner demons. Okay. They come Nailed out. It. Silent Hill. Yeah. Nailed Look, okay. They do. Yeah, sure. Silent Hill gave me a complete story. I knew what was going on. I didn't really know till the end. But right. this, I still don't know what the fuck was going on. I don't yeah. know what the point of that little girl was. I don't know where she ties into any of it. She just showed up. She the was like, reason, "Hey, I'm a no, ghost." She's, she the only reason why I knew. The little girl's name is Alma because I've heard about this game through the years. Right. I've never played the game before. It was just like, after playing this game, I s- still don't know anything about the story. Right. You agree? I don't know. I don't know the story of a lot of the games <laughs> that we played, but I did like it. I do remember the story. I just don't remember it now because okay. it's been like a month since yeah. we played it or a month Use and a half. Excuse. It's true. Okay. But I'm just saying that I liked it because it was like a cinematic experience in which they had like cutscenes and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah just because okay. of the credits. Yep. And uh, I, I like the enemies, like when they did appear, not the regular foot soldiers, but I like the other enemies when they appeared because they didn't overuse them. They never overused them. I wish they had a little bit more enemies, but they never overused the ones that they had. It wasn't like when they show you a new enemy, then that was the new enemy throughout the entire game again. It, like, it was like, here's a robot, but you won't see another robot until a while later and stuff like that. And the robots were menacing when you had to fight them and stuff. The story, under story, is plot, characters, and enemies. So I gave it a seven. You're wrong. Okay. <laughs> I agree with you. You gave it a six. Yeah. Next category. <laughs> you gave it a six. You're wrong. No, Kyle gave it a six. I gave it a six. You gave it a five. Yeah. Why'd you give it a five? Character, the, the the plot, or not the plot. So you <laughs> the, gave it one point lower than me. <laughs> Why did you give it one point enemies. lower than me? <laughs> enemies, enemies saved it. Okay. Good AI. One of, some of the best AI I've seen in a shooter from that from that decade. Yeah, that's yeah. AI is part too. of enemies. So. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Why'd you give it a five, John? The five. Right down uh, the middle. What was good and what was bad about it? Okay. What was good was that the AI was really well done. Mm-hmm. What was that, bad... Yeah. Was that the fact that the way that they told you the story was mainly through the, like you said, the the little little voiceover like parts, but they didn't really reveal too much. You still don't know why you were doing what you were doing. But and honestly, just like, like we didn't pay it. I read the story afterwards because I we didn't really pay attention. You shouldn't to have the to read scenes. about. But we don't always pay story afterwards. To, okay, but we've had to do that with every game that we've played so far. <laughs> Even Five Nights at Freddy's. Every one of yeah, <laughs> we actually did. We actually looked to see why he was still there, and they actually made a comic strip to further his storyline. And the was, second one takes place years after. An unofficial comic strip. I'm just saying oh, yeah. that every horror game we've played, horror games aren't strong in the story atmosphere, like in the. In the way that they tell their story, they're always pretty vague. Unless they're really like B movie ish and they're like Resident Evil, which if you broke that story down, it's basically there's a mansion full of zombies and they're gonna blow it up because they don't want them to get loose. And that's such a B movie at like B movie take on that genre. Whereas like every other one that we've played doesn't really have can you tell me the whole story of amnesia? Can you tell me the whole story of Last of Us? I forget. Yeah, oh I can. Adam wins. <laughs> he said, "I forget." Just move on. Just move on. Adam wins. Adam wins. Just move on. 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right, let's just go to gameplay. All right, yeah, all right. Where are we at? Gameplay now? Yeah, Adam, gameplay. Adam wins story, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah sure. <laughs> I'm sorry I ruined the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we'll go to gameplay. Gameplay is basically just the controls, the level design, and the overall gameplay of the experience. And and I gave it, again, a 7 out of 10. John, a 7 out of 10. Adam, a 5.5. And Kyle, a 4. Oh. Too many offices, too many industrial places, and the, the, those controls really fucked with me. I guess I, I don't know that I can really hold it against the game because it was made before the standardized shooter controls. But I still did because it was still a pain in the ass to play sometimes. I didn't mind the controls. Um, I adapted to them pretty quickly. I did forget in crucial moments what some button did sometimes. Uh, I just didn't like the level designs at all. It was too many office buildings. Too many of the office buildings too many were Dells. structured the same. Yeah. Too many Dells. Yeah. Like I was expecting that kid to pop up and just be like, dude, your office is made of Dells. Did you get a Dell? you got a Dell. Did you get a Dell? Let's see. I agree. Too many office buildings. That's been said already. Uh, I just, I really like the controls in this game. Old school first person shooters. It was just really fun for me. And it's not probably the most ideal setup for first person shooters, especially compared to modern day games. But I just, it just, I just had a lot There's of fun. There's a red stapler. Oh. Oh. You know, I, I mean, I like the game. I liked where they were trying to go with it. I liked that it had more of an old school shooter vibe. Um, I play a lot of shooters because they're, you know, a quick game to jump in and out of. Yeah. But it was nice and refreshing to play something that harkened back to the days of shooters of old. I think, um, yeah, I think if I would have played it on PC, I would have liked it a lot better. Yeah. I just, I think I, if I played it when it came out, I would have liked yeah, it Yeah, I, I feel like the execution at this point is a little rough. Um, I liked... There are ideas behind it. I just don't think it was executed so solidly, but that's what happens when you put 10 years in between the game's release date and the but time I, you play it. It's also one of those things that, like, when you look up top horror games, this one appears a lot of times. And I think it's because if you played it when it came out, it was generally, like, yeah. a really good game. Mm. And, like, it had a scary atmosphere, but it also had, like, just really good controls and really good AI. And a lot of that does hold up, but not all of it. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's why I gave it, you know, what I gave I mean, it. I did try and look at this through a lens of, you know, 2005 and the things I was playing then on my Xbox. Yeah. yeah I lost my 2005 lens. <laughs> so, <laughs> shit. Yeah. Just 2006 and later. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I, I feel like the execution could have been a little bit better. Right. Yeah. Agreed. But again, that my opinion could have been different if I actually played it back in 2005. Right. Right. All right, well, that brings us to our last category, which is scariness. This is the most important. How scary was this game? I gave it a 5.8 out of 10. 5.8? A 6.5. Really? Okay, coming from the guy who gave Slender a 9.3. What? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I gave it a 5.8 out of 10. John, a 6.5. <laughs> Adam, a 3.5. And Kyle, a 3. John, why so high? Kyle, why so low? I don't know. wasn't scared by it. Even the, even the parts with the little girl. Like I said, I, I think I stated it before, but like when you learn very early that she's not a threat to you because she's on like fucking game art and like you, you know that it's you're heading for a showdown with her. And to back your point up on that, um, they never really got to a point where the game was actually scary. You continued to fight human enemies for the most part. 
or enhanced soldiers or whatever, with the exception of those ghosts that would come out of the portals at the end or whatever they were. I just was expecting at some point to have to fight something more menacing than humans. Yeah. And I I really, like, why is the game called Fear? Why do you have these powers to slow down time? I thought maybe there was going to, it was going to turn into some kind of supernatural element at some point where the slowing time would come into more play so you can hit ghosts and things of that nature instead of just the invisible guys who jumped around. Right. Yeah, I think that alone right there explains it. I you're you're in this fear unit where you you fight the paranormal or you investigate the paranormal but not a hell of a lot of paranormal other than the psychic guy, the psychic cannibal dude and the little girl. Yeah, yeah. which was mainly contained in cutscenes. Yeah, mainly in cutscenes. Right. The reason why I give it a 6.5, I agree. There there wasn't a lot of you know the usual suspects for the reasons why uh, a game is scary. Like just what wasn't really there, or just wasn't enough. You know, mm-hmm. I agree with all that. For me, it all ties into the, the AI of the enemies because I never really felt safe when I was fighting the enemies, even with bullet time. Because like later in the game, the enemies get a lot tougher. So I was just like, it was very. The AI was just so well done. Every time I went into a firefight, like. It just it, it didn't feel like I was just like killing you know mindless automatons. It was just like okay, this is like an actual fight right now. So I guess that's the reason why I kind of gave scariness rating based on just on that alone. And plus, there were some decently scary moments. There, yeah. there are definitely few and far in between. You know, especially toward the end. That's when it get. That's when it got really scary. Yeah, it was just if the entire game was like the end. It would have been it would have been perfect. See, I, I think I just went through such a long period of not being scared by it after that initial don't know what to expect this game shock wore off. And I was mm. like, all right, well yep. it's mostly humans, yeah. nothing's coming at me. They're kind of giving me a creepy atmosphere, but I know it's not gonna hurt me in any way. But after so long of that, once I got to the end, I was just like, All right, this just isn't scary yeah. to me, anyways. See, I thought I thought the beginning was pretty creepy. I thought the ending like, the first hour I thought was pretty creepy. The last hour I thought was pretty creepy. In between, there was a few kind of jump scare moments, but not much else after that. But I, I like the atmosphere of it continuing the creepy vibe. Um, if it was more along the lines of having, like, that creepiness carry over through the middle section and not just being a run and gun or, like, kind of just move from spot to spot through this office building, it would have been a little bit better. The game should have been I, shorter. It should have been shorter, I think. I would agree with that. Yeah. yeah, I would have been okay with I that. I also think that even if they were going to stick you with these human enemies the whole time instead of taking more of a supernatural element, um, I would have been okay with those cut scenes with the ghost girl. But they could have, you're in an office building, they could have just stuff falling out of the ceiling, like an right. air duct or something. If they would have just thrown some more jump scares in, I think it would have been helpful. Yeah, just more yeah. more settings, really. Just. How about like a firefight in the cemeteries? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> take cover behind a headstone. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, if you take all of our scores and add them together for all the categories, this game gets a total 5.5 out of 10 it's for, pretty for a horror game. Yeah. Um, and we're judging it kind of more on a horror scale anyways, because we all seem to enjoy the game. But as a horror game, it didn't really hold up. So 5.5 out of 10. But on scariness, it gets a total 4.7 out of also 10. Also respectable. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. I think that puts it point one above Last of Us. Yeah, don't I'm look correct. at that list, Kyle. <laughs> it's, as uh, an old, a, I know it's an old yeah, one. Yeah, Last does. of Us is point four point six. 4. So 6. it puts it right above Last of Us as a horror game. Really? Like point one. Yeah, Last of Us wasn't too scary, to be honest. Right. 
Right. It had its moments. Okay, so first encounter, assault, recon. Fear. Yeah. Gets a four point. What was it six or seven? Seven. 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 <laughs> I know. Man, that was such a Already long time forgot. ago. Already forgot. Yeah. <laughs> what are our final thoughts on this game, gentlemen? I liked it for a straight up shooter. Yeah. I, I like shooters, and that's what it was. It was a fun, old school kind of shooter. Not scary, though. Yeah, I'm, I, I've heard the second ones or the sequels are a little better, so I'm excited to get to those. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping actually, they yeah. kept the same old school kind of shooter mechanics, but up the scary a little bit. See, I've heard that they're scarier, but not as good of a game. Mm. But we'll see. I think. Well, if we're going on story, I already thought this one was crap. So, so <laughs> you're get like a zero. Get, so, so I'll give it a zero <laughs> and there a ten works. for scary. There you go. Well, we're only try. worried about scariness, so who cares? Exactly. Right. I think this is a good first step for fear. I haven't played two or three. I hear two, like everyone said, was the scariest. So I'm excited to play two. Yeah, I am too. All right, uh-huh. time to wrap up the <laughs> podcast. Let's do some plugs. I can just never. All right, here I'll do it real quick. Okay, that's good. All right, guys, because I'm starting St. Patrick's Day a little bit early. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, rate and review it on iTunes. Give us a five star review. You don't even have to leave a comment if you don't want to. Just give us that five star review and move on. Yeah. If you want to leave a comment, that's cool too because we love hearing like what our fans. Yeah, if you have any questions, about comments, or suggestions for what games to play. Yeah, drop go. Us line yeah, at... you can either put it in the comment or drop us a line at sharkdropper at gmail or, go to um, or you can go to www.sharkdropper.com and there's a contact, um, which actually some fans have already contacted us and mentioned games that we should play. So that's really cool. Um, if you go to sharkdropper.com, you can also check out all of our other podcasts, tons of other podcasts we have out now. Um, there's also a link to our, our Patreon page. Right. Patreon there. page, which is, yeah, go check that out. See, maybe donate a little bit. Any amount helps. So. You know, a dollar, hundred dollars, one hundred thousand dollars, one million, billion dollars. Yeah, like that. Last <laughs> Whatever one. you guys want to do. Didn't you guys also okay. say if uh, someone left a five star rating for the podcast and their email address, you'd send nude pics? Yeah. We well, John nude. will suck their dick straight. Well, up. Oh, <laughs> all right. I that's a new addition. You must pay for travel though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like yeah. the highest I just, Kickstarter. I just want to make sure <laughs> he'll stay at his that house. They know that yeah. they uh, have to pay for travel. I'm right. You it. have to drive to John's right. house for that. Yeah, because I'm not driving there or fly. You could fly. That's the thing. Why you hate no. on, on planes? You can fly. You can take a boat if you're from Cuba. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Wherever uh-huh. you're from. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a raft? <laughs> I don't want to brag, but I've been told that. Uh, you it's know, it's pretty good. <laughs> For my co-hosts, I'd give it a six out of ten. Robert, <laughs> Kyle, is that scariness? And Adam, that story. Oh, okay. I've been your host, John Oswald. Not, not even gameplay. Not Thank even gameplay. No. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Horror Play. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. Five seconds till shark drop. 
Shark Dropper Studios production. 